Black Tech Green Money isn't just about telling the stories of successful black entrepreneurs. It's also about giving actionable and wealth building strategies that help you protect the future of our communities. That's why we're pleased to be supported by State Farm Insurance. State Farm also believes that we must invest in our communities to achieve economic growth by sponsoring programs like the AXO, which rewards high school students for their academic achievements. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots, being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip and professional-grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girlbomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girlbomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Welcome to Reasonably Shady, a production of the Black Effect Podcast Network and iHeartRadio. So that light was not on? We didn't hear record. <laughs> all right. All right. I'm so, sure I'm sure there's not we're not the first ones to do that. Okay. So right. Podcast one on one. Hit record. Hit record. Okay. Because <laughs> everything we just right. did, we didn't get captured. Okay. <laughs> but that was only 10 minutes. Thank God we realized it now as opposed to 45 minutes from now. So we're gonna give you let's let's just get let's get it going. All right. Welcome to Reasonably Shady. It's your girl Giselle Bryant here. What's up? What's up? And I'm Robin Dixon. Thank you for joining us. <laughs> Guys, this is our second episode. Thank you so much for coming back because hopefully you listened to the first one and now you are back listening to us again. Just want you to know that we are two girlfriends who love each other. And so this podcast is all about you hearing what girlfriends talk about. So we're going to be talking about everything from, you know, I don't know, up and down and through. We're going to talk about everything. And we're also going to allow at some point for our listeners to ask us questions. We'll be able to give advice. So today is going to be a good day because we're talking about relationships. Mm, we love to talk about relationships. <laughs> yes, mm. we do. Mm. Yes, we do. But we always want to start our Reasonably Shady podcast off with a little icebreaker. So... It's our Reasonably Shady Moment of the Week. Robin, you want to go first? Yes. So my Reasonably Shady Moment of the Week goes to myself. Mm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's nothing major. Um, But I just, I came back from a trip a number of days ago. Mm Mm-hmm. And um, I still have not unpacked my suitcases, suitcases. And so now I'm just pulling stuff out of my suitcases Mm -hmm. to get dressed. Okay. And I just feel like that. And and I'm going to be honest. I had time to unpack my stuff. Okay. But I'm I'm making life more difficult for myself right now. So you do realize this podcast is called Reasonably Shady and not Procrastination. 
I mean, but I look at it like, okay, I'm reasonable because a lot of people do this. Right? True. A lot of people go on trips. True. And they come back and they let their suitcases sit. And I'm shady because it's just, yeah, that's not productive. Okay. So I'm that. I'm going to just say that you, this was a three-day trip. I saw your luggage. You had two big old bags of luggage. And so that was actually reasonable because you had to put everything in, right? Yes. Shady because... I'm shading you because we were only gone for three days. Yes, we were gone for three days. So now I have like half of my wardrobe in my luggage. (laughs) So, All right. So I was actually on this trip and my reasonably shady moment of the week is, you know, I have some friends and I decided to check in on one of my girlfriends because she's, you know, kind of been going through a lot. And I realized that checking in on her and being a good friend to her in a very reasonable way because guys understand Giselle is typically not reasonable she's typically always shady so I checked in on her but she decided that me checking in on her was just shady and it wasn't Robin okay I understand where you're coming from yes but I can understand as well um a person's perspective when they hear something negative. Right. They just hold on to the negative part. Right. And they don't hear anything else that was being said. And so all they heard was negative, 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 not hearing, I care about you, I'm checking in on you. Right. Blah, blah, blah. Right. Well, I just want to say moving forward, in a relationship with girlfriends, you should be able to talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly. Okay? And it not necessarily always be thrown under the caveat of Giselle's being shady. Okay? I will let you know when I'm being shady. I was not being shady in this particular case. So, Robin, I'm so excited because you know I love talking about relationships. It's one of my favorite things. And this is called breakup or makeup. Okay? Yes. I know a little bit about that. You do. You do. And Can you start first? I can. Yes. So, I mean, we're definitely going to go down the list of just in general, you know, statistics yep. talking about what percentage of men cheat. Mm. We're going to get into finances or deal breakers. Mm-hmm. But I think it's good for us to start with our personal stories, experiences. Yes, I agree. So, I mean, look, if we were just going to talk about my relationship, I could be here. This 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 is like probably two podcast episodes you need to talk about. <laughs> My relationship. And and I say that because it started in 1996. So Okay. And that was 1996. You were, and this is 2021. I don't, I can't count, but let's okay. just say that's a long damn time. To 206 to 2016. That's 20. Carried a one. 25. Yes. Yeah. 25 years. Woo, 25 years with one dude. One person. Yes. Mm. Yes. This, a saga. <laughs> 25 years and a prominent man at that yes 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 so my boyfriend fiance husband ex-husband fiance you know he's been all those titles Mm -hmm. um he was an athlete we met in high school he was an athlete he ended up playing college basketball so he was a college athlete and you know his life he it was already you know soon when when you're an athlete the lights are bright the attention is on you and, and you have all the attention in the world and I was there with him because mm. um, he had big dreams to make it to the NBA. Okay. So in high school and in college, I was in the gym with him. Mm-hmm. You know how they say you weren't there shooting in the gym? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was in there shooting in the gym. But, I was in there but, when he was Ro- Robin, why were you in there? Were you just making sure he was in the gym? No, no. I was helping him. I was rebounding. I was oh. playing defense. Mm-hmm. He said, I want to get shots up. I need somebody to rebound. Uh, oh, Robin yes. put on her tennis shoes, people. Oh, yeah. She was in the gym with him. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. So, so I was in the 
the gym shooting with Juan while he was trying to achieve his dreams to make it to the NBA. Okay. So once he made it to the NBA. Here come the thoughts. Here come the hoes. Here come the strumpets. Here come the scallywags. Here come the gold diggers. I'm done. I'm done. I'm finished. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So once he made it to the NBA, you know. Okay, Is so that the power washer. So that so okay. If 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 at any point y'all hear noise, it's my construction. Yes, there's a lot of construction going on at my house. Let's continue on. Okay, I, I mean there's all types of noises: construction, power washing. You know, I mean it's it's a lot going on in here. Yes, that's good. It's life. Yes. Um. Okay. So NBA, he made it to the NBA. We were t- like I said, we were together since high school, and I was in the gym shooting with him, and I helped him with his schoolwork, and I helped him, you know, achieve his dreams, and I was there to see him make it to the NBA, and then he got to the NBA, and all hell broke loose, um, and dum, yes, dum dum dum. Yes, I mean this is like I mean, don't you know where this story is going, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I think everybody's very clear. Don't we know where the story is going? So you know, it was it was for me. Because I was young and I was dumb and I felt like I had some sort of, you know, I help I was I helped him get to where he was. I almost didn't want to accept any type of, you know, cheating um, suspicions or accusations. And so for me, it was like, um, I'm not walking away from this. And letting some, as Giselle calls him, scallywag mm-hmm. come and take my place who didn't put the work in. So you turned a blind eye. I would say I turned, I would say I did not seek, I didn't look for, like I didn't look at the signs. Okay. You know, I didn't harp on them. I wasn't like, you know, digging for information. Okay. I guess that's turn a blind eye. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And, and that's actually new. I've known you for a long time. That's like new information. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. I'm finding out about you. Right. Yeah. So it's like, so yes, we got a divorce and it was because of, you know, just because of infidelity, but it wasn't like one instance that just like set it off and I was like oh I'm 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 leaving because I found out you cheated with Mary like no it was right it was like okay just I'm I'm done with this this is enough yes um and that happened and I think you know for me we we started dating when we were very young um so that that mentality was just I chalked that up to being young and dumb and like I said attracted to you know being with an NBA player that I helped in my opinion Uh in my mind I I was there. I helped him achieve his dreams right. because no one believed in him. Um, so I have a question. Yeah. So did you, at that point, you got, you know, you're an NBA wife. Yeah. Did you fall in love with being an NBA wife? It became part of, I would say it became an, a part of my identity. Okay. Because when you are an NBA wife, you don't really have an opportunity to, you know, to have your own job because we travel so much, right. you know, because we move from city to city. Um, so it would be hard to like have a career or a job. So our lives revolved around being, you know, following our husband from uh-huh. city to city. Right. So we would, you know, live in a certain city for, you know, during the season and then we move back to our hometown and then you're moving okay. again. So our, since our lives revolved around and you're going to the games yeah. and you're watching the games, since our lives revolve around that, um, it becomes your identity. So would you connect that to self, your self-value and worth at the time was connected to who you were married to, the status that gave you, um, the access that gave you? Yeah, for sure. For okay. Sure. And and not that I needed it because I was always, you know, I, I, I come from good stock. So I didn't need any, you know, an NBA player to make me feel worthy. Right. But 
it's it's a different life that you live and you kind of enjoy it. You know, it's yeah. like, like I, you know, I know the life that my friends were living and I know the life that I was living. <laughs> Your you friends know? was broke. <laughs> broke and he broke, broke, broke. But, but you know, what's interesting is my friends, they were spending time grinding, you know, going to school, going to medical school or law school or business school. Mm-hmm. And now, you know, it got to a point where when my marriage ended or when Juan's career was over, we're back to square one. We're starting at zero. Yes. And my friends are established. Ooh. You know, they're they're well into their career. They're, you know, buying their big houses and car. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's just like, what do you want? Do you want it, that instant gratification, which is what, you know, we had. Right. Um, in that lifestyle. Or do you want to like grind and work for it? Right. So, you know, I mean, look, this there there's a whole bunch of topics we can explore here, but my experience is has just, is a little different than most people's experience because we were married, you know, we, we started dating when we were in high school, we got married, we got divorced. Mm-hmm. And then um, after the divorce, Juan came back home and was in, came back home, moved back in. We were kind of like at a rock bottom place um, professionally, financially. And we decided to like pull our resources together and just help each other get to a better place for the sake of ourselves and our kids. Yep. And at some point, we rekindled our relationship. Oh, they so. rekindled the flame. Yes, yes. <laughs> but going through that experience, and I, and I can't say like, you know, I, I had some tough moments where, you know, you cry yourself to sleep and you're, you know, just, just oh my God, what do yeah. I do next? You know, early on in the relationship. At some point, I said to myself, I'm never, and I, you know, I, I say this, I'm never letting a man make me cry again. Robin, that's not realistic. Why not? Because you might cry because you look at him and you realize how much you love him. No, 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 no. I mean, cry in a way of like... I'm hurt not, you. Exactly. Okay. I'm not letting a man make me cry because of a breakup or because of, okay. you know, infidel, whatever it is. Right. So it's like, if you if you want to break up, if you want to cheat on me, okay, bye. I'm done. Bye. I'm done. Moving yeah. on. Peace okay. Out. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of Black and Brown youth. To date, Participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Wallbrook, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests. But with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. If you're looking for the most epic place on earth... Let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. How do we level the playing field for all entrepreneurs? 55% of white businesses survive the startup phase, while only 4% of black businesses do the same. So I want every black entrepreneur to know about the One Million Black Businesses Initiative. The One Million Black Businesses Initiative is an award-winning program created by Shopify and Operation Hope. 
They're on a mission to start, grow, and scale 1 million black businesses by 2030, driving wealth creation for the black community. Out of 6 million employer-owned businesses in the U.S., only 2.3% have black ownership. This program gives black entrepreneurs tools and resources to level the playing field. From free business coaching to tailored training and extended free Shopify trial. Shopify's made a 10-year, multi-million dollar commitment to the program, and it's working. The initiative already started, supported, and engaged with over 334,000 black businesses, helping them operate businesses that sell anything from skateboards to coffee beans to apparel. Business owners love this program. Simone Harvin, founder of SC Creative Group, says, The 1 million black businesses experience for me was unlike any other program I've been a part of, primarily because it was for us and it was by us. Here at Drink Champs, we are always interacting with our listeners, many being black entrepreneurs. Shopify is one of those platforms that empowers and emboldens entrepreneurship. So chart your own path for business success with the 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative and Shopify. Bring your business to Shopify with an exclusive offer at shopify.com slash B-E-N, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash B-E-N. All right, so we're going to get back to that. We're going to put a pin in that. Yeah. And I, so I can give you a little bit of my backstory, um, which if you've ever Googled me, you've already read. But anyway, um, you know, I kind of similar. You know, I met Jamal when when he was starting his career, which was him being a pastor of a mega church, I should say. So I was I was that girl, kind of like you, Robin. I was there um, making sure that. I was handing out flyers in the streets of Baltimore so that at night at clubs when people were coming out mm. so that, you know, people would know that he was about to launch or not launch a church, but like right. open or op- yeah. open a church. Yeah. Um, you know, I was the girl at the meetings in the beginning. It, it was like him and like 20 of us. Wow. Um, I was the one in the beginning when he didn't have a church and I would go with him to go preach at another church. Mm-hmm. I would see that there'd be about 30 people that would follow him around to any church between DC, Maryland and Virginia. Mm-hmm. Because they just love to hear him preach. Right. And then when we would go out of town, I'd be like, wow, like you really just have a following. And he didn't want to start his own church. Right. He was like, I, he was kind of scared of failure. He was kind of feeling like um, if he does open up a church, are people going to come? Are they going to come consistently? I mean, it's really a leap of faith. Yeah. So, you know, I was that girl from day one. He was broke and I believed in his vision and I believed in his dream. And, um, my mother always says, because I always say, you know, I believed in Jamal's vision. And she's like, well, you must have had magnifying glasses because um, <laughs> when I met him, I did not think that that was going to happen. She did see it. Yes, yes, yes. So long story short, you know, there was clearly infidelity. We got a divorce. And my feeling about marriage and relationships has always been um, a relationship does not define me. A relationship is not attached to my self-worth, my self-value, who and what I am. I am not less than who I am if I'm not in a relationship. And I think that sometimes, especially when you are younger, um, girls, teenagers, young ladies, as they're trying to find themselves, they get caught up in um, 
being having to be attached to a man. Right. Like I said. Right. Right. Experience. And and don't get me wrong, I was the first lady of a mega church and that that there comes with a lot of perks. Right. That comes with, you know, private planes. That comes with shopping sprees. It comes with um I had a title. Mm-hmm. You know, I, mm-hmm. I was no longer Giselle. I, I had a title. I was first lady. So, you know, that was all nice, but that was never anything that I was seeking to get off of a relationship. You right. know what I mean? It just, right. it just happened. It happened. Yes. Yeah. And you grew into it. And I grew yeah. into it. And, you know, when we were getting divorced, I'm going to be honest, just like you, Robin, I thought about, okay, if I divorce him, all of that other stuff goes away mm-hmm. and I am I okay with it? And yeah, I was okay with it, of course, but I decided as far as infidelity is concerned that if it's a one night thing, meaning you went to Vegas and you lost your mind and you slept with Mary right. or you went to a bachelor party and all of a sudden the strippers came in and you lost your mind. OK, cool. We can get through that. We can get through that. Yeah. But if this is a lifestyle, if this is how you want to live your life as a married man, right. I'm just not signing up for it because I feel like and you can call it selfish if you want how I feel about me. My values, what I want for my life is will always be more important than how I feel about a relationship. Right. Does right. that make sense? Yeah, for sure. And a lot of people feel like that's selfish. No, not. I think I and I think that comes with age. I think it okay. comes with wisdom. I think it's like you figure out because the man is doing what he wants for himself. Yes. So why not you do what you'd want for yourself? Right. Right. True. True. So to, to be totally transparent for everybody. We then got back together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Twelve years that after I got so a divorce. Familiar. <laughs> and and you know what? We have three kids. He he is in, he's been in my life um, for twenty some years. We're the best of friends. We do love each other, obviously. And you know, we got back together. We 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 got back together with the intention of bringing our family back together and making it work right. because we do love each other. Right. However. He lives in freaking uh, Atlanta, y'all, and I live in Maryland, and a long-distance relationship in the pandemic ain't going to work. Right. And when we couldn't see each other, I got to be honest, I was kind of happy being free. Yeah. 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 And I was kind of happy. to, like, cook toast for people. No, I didn't have to make peanut butter and jelly sandwiches because that's what he likes. <laughs> I didn't have to um, talk about what we're going to watch on TV because I was just going to watch what I want to mm-hmm. watch. Um, and it's kind of like I have to know who I am, and Giselle enjoys being just Giselle mm-hmm. and being free and being and not answering to anyone. Yes, I get that. I do. Um, so one day, you know, we I might be in another relationship. But as for right now, what's working for me is not being in one right now. Robin and I did look up some statistics. Yes, we did. as it relates to relationships, because it's very important that people start getting into relationships with their eyes wide open. Right, right. So we looked up. What did we look up, Robin? What did we look up? Wait a minute. I'm, pu- like I'm pulling it up, statistics. Y'all. I do want to say, I think when you are in a relationship and you really want to make it work and you do come into um, a situation where there is infidelity, mm-hmm. um, for me, sometimes you do have to break up for things to change. Yes. Like as an as a eye opener for the partner so, so that they can't say, if you don't break up and they're like, oh, okay, well, I got away with it. I'm right. going to get away with it again. I think the breakup helps to make sure that that behavior does not happen again. Yes. And, you know, in both of our situations, we met these guys when they were young and, and we were young, right? right? And, and, you know, everybody need, everybody's human. Everybody needs the ability to grow up and to really figure out 
what's best for them and their what's best for their lives. Right. 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 So I think that, you know, sometimes you have to allow space for a man to get there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. Because I can say Juan, the change that needed to happen and Juan did not happen until I, I divorced him. Yes. You know, so if we had remained married, if we had not gotten divorced, mm-hmm. um, I'd be probably be miserable right now. Right. And I do also want to say that women need to understand that um, a lot of a man's behavior is based off of how he is, how his um, profession is going. Meaning um, if he's 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 always going to be striving to get that right, because mm-hmm. that's just the nature of a man, typically, they are built to be providers. Um, I can say, speak for experience. I know when I was married for Jamal, his main focus, his like 90% focus was his job, was his church, was growing and building it. And, you know, to be quite honest, I wasn't a focus. Mm -hmm. I wasn't what was on the forefront of his mind. Now, when we were married, it was great until it wasn't, but um, just like men are getting their hustle on, women need to get their hustle on too. And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to bring up Candy Burris because I will never forget this. Um, I, when I met her, we did some sort of um, stuff, something together for Bravo. And and I was starting every hue. Mm-hmm. And then I, I started dating Sherman. Mm-hmm. And she was like, Giselle, let me tell you something. It was kind of like off the cuff. She right. was like, don't let your relationship ever stop your hustle. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of times women get into relationships with men and then all of a sudden they get comfortable. And they were like, and they, you know, they're in that love mode. Uh-huh. They want to stay in and the, the bed and cuddle. the man needs attention. Yes. Because you're so busy. Right. They want to stay in the bed and cuddle. But the man gets up, puts his pants on, goes to work. Mm-hmm. And we still like, oh, but I love you and I want to cuddle. No, bitch. No, bitch. Right. Get your hustle on. Right. Um, But I I digress. Okay. We want to give y'all statistics. Okay. So Robin and I looked up how many people are cheating in relationships. Right. And what we came up with, and I don't know where the hell these surveys came from. I don't believe these statistics. So it said that 20% of men cheat. 22%. 22% of men cheat. Now, I did a mental survey in my mind of my girlfriends. Yeah. And that number is 100%. Right. Okay. Not 20. Okay. I'm just saying. I mean, I don't want to be like, you know, Patty Patty or negative Nancy, but this is not right. I want who did they interview for this? I, I don't know who they asked, <laughs> but, let, but let me tell you something. They asked the wrong people. Now that's number one. Number two is 10% of these said cheating infidelities start online. So ladies, if your man is, is, is on his phone and he's on the Twitter and he's on all this social media. And if he's online, I don't know. Oh, if he's on the Instagram, uh, check his DMs because he hitting somebody up. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to tell you. Mm-hmm. Now there's that. Now, Robin, this is what struck me. Okay. And this is for me and you. Okay. Because what I really wanted to know was when men cheat, do they cheat again? Okay. Right? Okay. And it said 350% of men that cheat. What? Cheat again. Three hundred and fifty percent. Not a hundred percent of men that cheat cheat again. Three hundred and fifty percent. I don't. I might be making that up. I think you are. How can three hundred fifty percent of okay. a group of people? Let me read my notes. That's like that one part. So, you're, so what they're saying is, okay, maybe it's these people cheat three point five more times. 
And you know what I'm saying? Like I, 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 I didn't get involved in that, but I just started thinking about my life. And I said, well, <laughs> goddamn, somebody should tell me that about two years ago. Just saying. <laughs> right. I'm just saying. It would have saved you some time and some heartache. It would have saved me some time and energy and money. Now, but, but, but that's real, though. And that's real for you as well. Right. Right. And I think, I mean... You know, who knows why men cheat or what makes them stop cheating or what makes them change from a cheater to a Mm non-cheater? I think a lot of it is just growth. I think a lot of it is, you know, going through experiences where maybe they they're you know hindsight they look back they lost someone because they cheated on them and they're like man i messed that up that was like my wife that was going to be my forever right and i lost her so then when they get in their next relationship they don't want to and they and they have a good woman that they really love and appreciate they don't want to lose her right so it's like sometimes yeah when you're leaving that man because he cheated you're actually setting up the next woman for a better man okay so i i just want y'all to know something because I don't think I've ever shared this. Every dude that I've ever broken up with, and I've broken up with a lot. Oh, God. Do they get married? Is there Their any- next girlfriend they marry. <laughs> Their ne- very next girlfriend. They married them. Okay? And I kind of, at first I was like, well, damn, this What's is weird. Happening? But actually, I take that as like um, a badge of... But not like a bad you helped courage. him get there. Yes, you helped him get to I that helped, point where he's ready to be married. Yes, I whipped that dude into shape for the yes. next woman. So, so ladies, y'all send me some gifts, okay? Because I didn't hooked a whole lot of y'all up, okay? Now, <laughs> they don't even know. They, they don't even know. know. Okay, no, they know. They know that the last girlfriend was Giselle. Oh, right. They're clear That's on true. that. That's I get true. daggers That's and funny. stares all over the place when I walk down the streets. Now, anyway, listen. Wait, I think this statistic is interesting. Okay, um, it says thirty six percent of cheaters have affairs with their coworkers. And mm. I believe that. Mm. Mm. I believe that. I mean, because you're spending so much time with each other. You're spending more time at work and more, you know, I, you know, just you're going through work issues. And right. You um, have a commonality, yes. which is the job. Yes. Yes. And and I, I believe that. And so I remember when I used to work, I've, I, you know, even though Juan was in the NBA, like I still would, you know, try to find jobs when I could or yeah. whatever. Um, so I worked an office job and I would go to lunch every day with the same group of guys Ooh, every day. Juan, and, are you hearing this? <laughs> oh, oh, he knew because he would be like, you at lunch again. Like, you know, <laughs> who you at? Like he did not like that at all. Right. Like, it would drive him bonkers that I would go to lunch with the same group of guys. And I'm like, dude, chill out. But I get it because I think in his mind, his mind's going crazy. Like, oh right. my God, you're at work. You're hanging out. You're you're spending all this quality time with these people. Yeah. Um, but it used to drive me crazy. And I'm like, okay, but wait, did any of the guys try to hit on you? No, but they would, you know, say nice things. They was flirty, flirty. Yes. Okay, yes. so another statistic is 30, <laughs> I'm sorry, 13, so so we already established, it said that 20% of men cheat. We think that's a lie. We think it's 100%. But 13% right. of women cheat. Now, if 20% of men are cheating, they cheating with women, right? <laughs> so they're, this. I don't understand any statistics, but I get it. Like women, I feel like I believe the women, it might, I feel like it might be a little bit low, but I feel like maybe it would be like 20% of women. No, I think women is 40%, and I'm going to tell you why. Why? Whatever the, men, whatever the statistic is for men, women is double. Women know how to cover their tracks better than men, okay? Yeah, that's true. So I feel like women do stuff and they take it to the grave. Women know how to cover their tracks. I wouldn't know anything about that. Women know how to um, make sure that they clear the history on their phone. Mm-hmm. They clear the history on their navigation in their car. Mm-hmm. Um, am, I, am I telling them myself? I will, you are. Yeah. I will say, I did, I did get caught. You know what I did? Ooh. 
I'm what about, did Robin do? I'm about to give you a tip. Mm. I'm sure y'all probably already know this tip. So I, I, I had a person I was talking to. This was during a rocky moment. Okay, wait a minute, wait a minute. Were you with Juan or not? We were together. We were together. But Robin said, but I, I got to I had, do me. But I had had enough, okay? <laughs> she said, I got I to gotta do me, uh, yes, okay? I had had enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I had a person I was talking to, and I changed his name to a female's name. In your phone? In my phone. Yeah, Robin, that's an old news. With that's everybody, old news? Yes. I mean, I you know, know how many people I, I got I in my phone as Sally and, and Jill and <laughs> well, look, Mary so, and some, Teresa? Somebody just learned something, okay? <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so wait a minute. So wait a minute. So did you, when you said you you jumped out there, uh-huh. did, were, were you cheating on wine? Were you having sex with this man? No, no, no. We, were, we, we probably would have gotten there. Okay. But we were just communicating. And he found out and... Juan, Who found, Juan found out. Yeah. Okay. Juan found out and he didn't want to like break up or anything, but it was an eye opener for him. Right. You know, um, because, you know, at that point I'm like, you're not giving me the attention that I need or that I want. Okay. So, um, so that was an eye opener for him, but this was like years and years and years ago. And he like still will never forget mm. that, mm. that. Mm. So note to, note to ladies, men want to do what they want to do, but they damn sure don't want you doing oh, no. what you want they to do. They handle it. And no. if, and, and uh, the quickest way to, to get a man to uh, get himself together is for him to think you doing you, something else. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. And I, I, I feel like, um, actually when, when Jamal and I broke up, that, that, that that's what happened. Like he mm-hmm. would, he'd be outside like waiting for me to drive off. Uh, I lived in this apartment and it had a garage. He'd be waiting outside the garage like, where's she going? Right. What's she going to see? What's she going to do? They cannot handle it. They can't. And it's such a double standard. It's so crazy. It's like, okay, y'all can do what you want. You can run around. It's like, okay, you know, especially if you have kids. If we have kids, okay, I got to come home. I got to be with my kids. But the man, he can just be like, all right, well, I'm going to I'm going to play the video game. I'm going to, you know, play basketball. I'm going to do this. What? What? <laughs> What? Why is that? Why can you just come and go as you please? Mm. And I can't. So I'm like, oh, how would you like it if I was just like, okay, well, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna right, do that. right. I, I, I totally. It's such a double standard. It, it's a very, it's a huge double standard. We have to understand that men are babies. Their egos are easily fragiled. Fragiled? I think I made up a word. Their, their <laughs> egos are easily fragiled. Um, is that mm-hmm. no? Or easily broken? Sure, broken. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> And, and I, I, you know, if you're not stroking Maybe their fractured, fractured, yeah, the easily word? fractured. Yes. Okay. Yes. There right, we go. Um, <laughs> they always want their ego stroked. They always want to feel like they're so very important. They're so needed. They're so wanted. But let them think you getting attention from somebody else. Let me tell you something. So, ladies, you heard it from me first. If you're in a relationship and even if that relationship is amazing, that is your boo. He's got your back and you are, you rightly so have his back. That is, that is just your main man. And y'all are, y'all are doing the doggone thing every now and again, go on and put that freaking dress on, put them high heels on, call all of your girlfriends and let him know that you've called all of your girlfriends and y'all are going out Mm. and do not come home until the sun comes up. Okay. Mm. Just do it. And let me tell you something. That's just a little check-in. It's just mm-hmm. a little let him know. Mm-hmm. Like, don't get froggy, buddy. Because other people are out here who think I am sexy. He mm. needs to know that at all yes. times. And when you come home, he is going to be like, you have a good time. <laughs> State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future. 
building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of black and brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Wallbrook, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots, being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. Tired of hair removal tools that just don't cut it? Conair Girl Bomb gives you smooth, flawless results while putting you firmly in control. From achieving that silky smooth skin to boosting your inner confidence, Conair Girl Bomb is all about helping you elevate your self-care game. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, self-care is important to keeping you feeling confident and empowered. It's time to take your hair removal routine to the next level. You can trust Conair Girl Bomb to get the job done right. Conair Girl Bomb gives you the secret weapons for achieving powerful results with ease. Designed with women in mind, these tools boast the Sassy Girl Bomb Grip for unparalleled handling and precision, along with professional grade blades to deliver results that you used to only get from men's tools. No more compromising. So, to all you incredible women out there, treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Don't settle for anything less than perfection. Elevate your grooming game with Conair Girl Bomb. Available now at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Let me tell you, I think I can say this. I think I can say this. So, you know, I have a good girlfriend, Erica Lyles uh-huh. and Kevin. And like, you know, I think they won't mind me telling this story. But um, one day I was coming into New York just to hang out and with a, with a couple girlfriends. Mm-hmm. You know, Erica told Kevin, like, are we going to hang out? It's girls night out. He was like, all right. So he was like, you know, what, what y'all need? So we actually needed for him to get us a VIP section in the club. Right. So he, you know, Kevin Lyles, Mr. Kevin Lyles, he goes into the club. When we got there, he came. Mm-hmm. He paid for everything. He talked to all the security guards. He was like, take care of them. He put down the black card. So we were <laughs> like, free to do us okay. for the night. Okay. okay. With so some strings attached. It was kind of, kind of, because clearly he probably didn't pay some people to take pictures of us, but whatever. Um, um, so long story short, we didn't expect the night to go this way. Mm-hmm. Long story short, it went the way of Erica Lyles didn't get home until the sun came oh, up. God. It was literally like 530 <laughs> in the morning. So the funny part about it was I had like, let's say a 7 a.m. flight. So I literally went to the hotel, packed my bags and went straight to the airport. And as I'm at the airport, I get a, I get a call from Kevin and Erica. Ooh. And the call went a little something like this. Because Kevin, if he really wants to talk to me, he calls me from Erica's phone. Okay. So when, when I look at it, it says Erica. But uh-huh. then when I press um, answer, it's Kevin's. It's Kevin. Okay. So she's sitting there right there with him. And he was like, really? This what we doing? Oh, my God. She said, this what we doing? Oh, my God. <laughs> so I've been home all night. 
My wife didn't get home oh my until God. the sun. <laughs> it came was your fault. Up. It was your fault. I, I I mean no. It was the collective <laughs> fault of Girls Night Out. But you know what? That was that was cool for me to know that not cool, but it was like a good like every now and again you gotta let these dudes know. Oh, for that sure. A, they are married to a hot girl. Yes. That B, they can go out and have fun and tear the club up. Yes. And C, they gonna come home when they come home. And trust me, when you're out their mind is going crazy. Oh, yeah. Their imagination is running wild. <laughs> they are like, she is being lifted. Someone is lifting her and she's straddling his face and there's humping on the floor. Oh, my God. And you know what? These guys are tormenting themselves when we're yes. out and having our, having our um, hot girl fun. But we're not thinking about them. Right. We're just having fun. Right. Right. Meanwhile, the phone is in the in the purse and they done FaceTimed and called 20 times. <laughs> so they ready to you know call the police because they're scared. They think you're like, you know, missing. Yes. But you really they know you're really not. And, yeah. then, and then let me tell you what what they do. So we'll, there'll be a, like I say, it's five girlfriends. The single, single hot girl is posting all night <laughs> on her Instagram. So, so like, they're following. Yeah. So all the husbands are like scrolling through trying to see, oh, my gosh, in the back. Background, who's that dude right. in, in the background corner? Who's that dude? So, you know, I mean, you know, yeah. I, long story short, ladies, do not lose yourself in whatever relationship that you're in. Make sure you maintain your strength, your independence, your self worth, because it can easily get wrapped up into him. Mm -hmm. I, I'm gonna tell you right now that I did it. You know, I was in a shadow. You know, Jamal Bryant is a huge personality, mm -hmm. a huge figure. Any room he walks in, he sucks out all the air. Mm -hmm. And I didn't have my own sense of who I am and who I want to be. So, you know, I tell my children, A, don't date an athlete, right. Robin. Um, <laughs> or, or a mega pastor. Or a mega pastor. <laughs> um, those two things, check, check. Or a rapper, check. Yeah. Um, but... Make sure that no matter what, you always maintain who and what you are. And that gets confusing sometimes because we all want to grow and develop, right? Mm -hmm. We all want to strive to greatness. But make sure that whatever relationship you're in, if he's not helping you get to your individual greatness, mm -hmm. you need to leave. Mm, that's a word. Because he, he will suck it out of you. Right, right. If your man is not cheering you on, if he's not supporting you, if he's not encouraging you, yeah, no, he ain't for you. He's not for you. He's not for you. He's not for you. And, and, but I'm not, but I will say, like I said, sometimes you do have to split up. Yep. But break up, file for divorce, move on. That's not to say that it, you, you'll never get back together. But sometimes they need, you know, that's that smack on the head to wake themselves up and realize what they had and how to be a better man for that person that you are becoming or that you are destined to be. Yeah. And, and let's be clear, you know, break up or make up. I mean, the reality of it is relationships are tough. It's a, it's a, it's a everyday journey. Um, I, I feel like, yes, Jamal and I, we broke up our marriage based off of, um, you know, infidelity. But if that had not happened, I always think, you know, because I was being swallowed in this marriage, what I have eventually snapped and wanted to leave because that's just not, it was sucking out who I am and right. who I feel I could right. become. Yeah. Um, I don't know, but I, but he and I both say that us getting a divorce was the best thing that ha ever happened to him mm -hmm. and to me individually. Right. 
Um, yeah. But, you know, of course, we have three beautiful kids, so it was all worth it in the end. And I feel like God don't make no mistakes. No, he sure doesn't. He no. sure does not. <laughs> but it would be nice if we could you know, figure out how to reduce the divorce rate, how to keep families together. Yes. But it's hard. It's hard. It's hard. It's I hard. always say that relationships are work. And unfortunately for me, sometimes I just get throw my hands in the air and give up and I don't want to work. You know, I was saying this recently to one of our girlfriends and you were there mm-hmm. and she said she's been married for like seven. No, she's been married for two years and but she's been with this guy for about seven years Mm -hmm. and she said um I don't ever feel like our relationship is work Mm. and everybody else in the room was like wait on it right wait on it because it's coming (laughs) um and not to say that work is a bad thing exactly but you gotta work to make sure that you're happy, that he's happy, that collectively y'all are happy, the kids come, that derails things. I mean, it's yes, tough. Indeed. Right. And you grow and you evolve. And, yes. And, you know, sometimes you grow apart, but that doesn't mean that's the end of your relationship. When you grow apart, you got to figure out, okay, well, how can I grow with that person? Yes. And meet them where they are and adapt and change. And so it takes, it's a lot of give and take. It is. It's a lot of... um You know, I always say, you know, no human is perfect. Right. And so I think sometimes when people do mess up, people get so angry about what that person did to them. Yep. But I always say that person, because they're not perfect, would have done that to anyone. So you always have to take out like the personal feeling like he hurt me. Like, no, he would have hurt anyone because he's not where he should be in life or because, you know, he would have made this mistake anyway. So I think sometimes when women get so, so bitter and angry and then they, you know, cause problems with, you know, the seeing the kids and they want to, you know, retaliate, that's when things get worse. So if, if, you know, this go for a woman or a man, like when the other person hurts you, just realize they're not hurting you intentionally. They're doing it because they're not perfect. Right. And when you can remove that element, it helps just in in moving forward. And then also, you know, let, let's be clear. Like if you find your dude cheating on you, do you then circle back? And if, if y'all are going to make it, you know, y'all, y'all are going to, you know, go down this journey and go down this test of time. Do you set, set new boundaries? Do you set ultimatums do you say okay this happened and in order for us to make it right um i want a trip to the french riviera or i want a new pair of shoes or i want a cartier bracelet like do you Mm. set do you set parameters guidelines that's that's a band-aid like you know asking for i mean that's not okay if the guy messed up like that's nice if he wants to give you stuff but that shouldn't be like okay just give me this and i'm fine and we can move forward um but a lot of women do that I, I mean, oh, is that materialistic? Yeah. Oh, like how does that solve do the that. problem? Just, just for the record, I don't, I don't do that. <laughs> no, I mean, it does doesn't. It no, it, it doesn't solve the problem. It, it, you're right. It does put a bandaid on it. But do you say, okay, let's do a post nup. Let's put in writing that if this ever happens again, it's a wrap. I'm for it. Right. I'm for it. Now, oh, mind you, speaking of nups. Ladies, don't you ever get married. I don't care what you, I don't care if you got $5 and he has 17. Don't you ever get married without a prenup, without okay? A prenup. okay? Because you do not know where this relationship is going financially. And finances are important. And you want to protect yourself if and when you, got, you get a divorce. You want to protect yourself. So you want to make sure that you are, that there's no fight. We, we ain't fighting over money. Like I didn't, I didn't have a prenup. Oh, you didn't? I did not. Oh, wow. Because like. And so it was a fight. Yeah, it was a fight. Okay. But like I just said, like, 
we didn't have much. Like yeah. we grew it all together. Right. Um, and it wasn't a fight like ne- over money necessarily. It was a fight over. Well, I guess it was over money. Okay, who am I lying? Yes. Okay, so we was fighting over <laughs> right, money. What else you fighting over? <laughs> okay, that's why I say the kids. But like, no, it was a fight over money. And I, I will, that's, that's a never. Mm-hmm. I will never, ever do that to myself again. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. so that's, that's that. I mean, that's good advice because you could get married. Like you said, you could get, you could get married when you're 21 and you're both young and you're growing. And yes. then one of you can turn into a mogul. You hey. can start a company. And then all of a sudden it's a fight, you know? So, right. so yeah, it's, that, it's definitely good to have that stuff up front. And I feel like that, that makes the, when there's kids involved, that makes it even harder, you know, yes. to get to a good place when it comes to the kids. It's like you fighting over the money. Now you being bitter and you fighting over the kids and right. Yeah, and I, you all, you also need to understand that marriage is marriage and even just any relationship it's it's a transaction. It's it's you know you can break it down for it to be like a business transaction, so to speak, right? Right. So you have to decide for yourself, ladies, how many times if you if you're gonna talk cheating, how many times is too many times? Like, don't just go down this road and say, um, well, we're, we're, I'm just in a relationship, and whatever happens happens, and I'll just deal with it when it happens. No, you need to set boundaries for yourself. You need to set a precedent for yourself. Um, because this is your life. Mm-hmm. Don't ever, and it's going back to that Kevin Lyles. He told me, Giselle, live your movie. Mm-hmm. Don't live no man's movie. This is your life. This is your road. And it's nice if y'all can live the movie together, but don't live somebody else's life. Mm. Have your own. Love that. Yes. Yeah. He, now, he didn't say that at five o'clock in the morning when he okay. called me about Erica. <laughs> right. <laughs> He was like, what I said about leaving a movie, I didn't mean in the club. Okay. <laughs> right. But I mean, just the, this just word word for the wise. So I think we've given people a lot of stuff to think about. I know. I know. And my and like I said, my my um, final word on this, like when we're talking about forgiveness, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, if you choose to take someone back who cheated, yep. then you chose to take them back. So don't don't hold those bitter feelings moving forward you have to be willing to say you know what that happened in the past and we're moving forward from it so you don't need to bring it up over and over again mm-hmm. gotta you don't, let it go yep you don't need to be walking around pouting angry you don't need to be like well well tell me again what happened nope mm-hmm. let it go and move on if you choose to stay then let it go yes now, that i agree with that now i'm not good with that right because i will let you live in purgatory for the rest of your life <laughs> <laughs> Jamal's still in Bucket I mean, sometimes it's, it doesn't hurt to remind them what they were capable of. Yes. Or, you know, sometimes, you know, like, oh, right. Oh, okay. Remember when you did that? Okay. Yeah. Sometimes it doesn't hurt to remind them. But I'm saying, like, don't hold on to, like, the, the bitterness and the pain and the anger um, because yep. it's not going to help you. It's not going to help yeah. you and it's not going to help the relationship. And to be honest with you, and I got this from Oprah Winfrey, forgiveness is for you. Forgiveness right. of what somebody has done to you is for you. It's for your peace. It's for your sanity. Um, yes, it's great for, for them to know that you forgive them, but it's really for yourself. Right. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Okay. So we want to always end any of our podcasts with... A reasonable situation and a shady situation. And to be quite honest, Robin, you should be very proud of me because I was not shady at all in this second episode. I mean, you got a little bit. A little, a little shady? Yeah, a little bit. Just okay. a little bit. Okay, so, right. Robin, do but you But it want... was reasonable, so it's fine. Okay, so do you want to give our... So because this uh, podcast is about relationships, we wanted to 
give our reasonable relationships. Yes. Okay. Okay. You're going? Oh, I'm going to give the shady. Okay, good. Yes. Okay. Good. (laughs) So you can give the reasonable. So my reasonable relationship goes to Will and Jada Pinkett. They have a wonderful relationship with Will's first wife, Mm -hmm. um, who they have a child with. Um, they have a wonderful family unit. It yep. seems like, you know, they're they're pretty open with their experiences. And I think they are, um, you know, of course, we don't know every little detail about what happens behind closed doors. But I think what they've shared with us is something for us to all, you know, learn from and grow from and strive to be if you're ever in a situation like that. So. Yes. Yeah, I love that. Yes. I love that. Will and Jay. I mean, Will and Jada... For whatever it's worth, their goals, their relationship goals. Oh, yeah, absolutely. For sure. um, okay, so let's talk about some shady couples out here in these oh, streets. <clears throat> you got to make somebody mad. So I have actually a couple. Okay. I, I, I have two. Okay. So first I want to say, and I kind of really don't want to say this because she has passed away, but Whitney and Bobby. Oh. <laughs> oh. Okay. And the only reason why Ooh. I say it's shady because I was hurt when they broke up. I thought they would be together forever because they were both the right kind of crazy, right? Right. To make a relationship work with each other. Okay. Um, yeah, no. See, I felt like they were almost each other's worst enemy. Like, they mm. weren't good for each other. Mm. Okay, So, and that's, that's Robin's yeah. shady take. And then we have Ray J and Princess. Princess found out that she was getting divorced on Instagram. Yeah, what is it? But now aren't they back together? What is Are this? They? That I feel like I keep hearing a makeup, a breakup. A, uh, okay, I have an issue when couples just air out their issues on social, social media. media. Yeah, stop it, y'all. Anyway. Like, yes, yes. Yeah, so we could go down the line, right? Ray J and Princess. Yes, super shady. Because, because the problem is when you let the public into your relationship problems and then you get back with that person... Well, the public did not forget about your relationship problems. Yes, because Ray J, I'm side-eyeing you, sir. Right. Side-eyeing you. So mm. I, I don't know. Aren't, aren't they back together? I don't know. Who what knows? They, what's the, they right, will exactly. always be shady in my exactly. eyes. Exactly. But yes. that's the same thing like Quavo and Sweetie. Yes. Like, Quavo, you was talking about taking the Bentley back. Boy, bye. Right. Yes. I'm I shady. Had, I had love for you. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I was going to make you my wife. Right. Yes. But then when people comment, you don't want to hear it because, but um, (laughs) you just let us all in anyway. (laughs) All right. We are out of here. We absolutely love you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to Reasonably Shady. Next week, we're probably going to be talking about. We're going to be talking about confidence. Yes. Um, Overconfidence is confidence a killer when it comes to relationships, you know, um, romantic relationships and friendships. And and professional relationships. And professional relationships. So, um, and at some point we're going to start taking viewer advice questions. Yes, indeed. Indeed. So so look out for that on social media because we want to know what you uh, are thinking, what you're feeling, and we're going to answer them them shady questions that y'all got. All right, girl. Yes, we will. Yes, yes, indeed. So, all right. Bye. See you later. All right. Until next week. Thanks for listening. Reasonably Shady is a production of the Black Effect Podcast Network. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. And you can connect with us on social media at Robin Dixon 10, Giselle Bryant, and Reasonably Shady. 
State Farm Insurance knows that understanding and investing in our cultural identity is paramount in protecting our future. We know what it's like to go from nothing to something to wish that we had better financial literacy when we were younger. Luckily, State Farm is here to help with funding programs like Project Ready, which is committed to education achievement and has already awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to black and brown youth since 2021. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip and professional-grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girlbomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girl Bomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you.